At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. Welcome to the Fallout Lorecast, the podcast that explores the boundaries of our knowledge about the world of Fallout. Wastelanders, Vault Dwellers, welcome back to the Fallout Lorecast. It is the end of the month, which means it's time to bring our patrons on to talk about some other cool stuff in the world of Fallout. This week, we're discussing the Fallout TV show and the villain or main villain or villains we think we might have as a focus of the show. There has been a a lot of leaks from the sets and locations and some of the gear and and those kinds of things out on the internet lately. So the internet's a buzz about the new Fallout TV show. It's obviously in production right now. And we've got some speculation to do. We know that there's going to be vault stuff. We know that there's going to be power armor. We know that there's going to be some locations that are familiar, but what we don't know yet is who the villain will be. Who do we think the first villain will be? And to join me this week to talk about this, we have some of our patrons. Germinator's back. Germinator, welcome. How you doing, buddy? Looks like you're not on your in your truck, which is nice. Yeah, for the first time, I think. Yeah. Um, it's been it's been a while. <laughs> yeah. Well, welcome. Finally, but, but you're not on the road. Couch. Yeah, yeah. So Germinator's back. We've got Lil Green joining us again. Lil, welcome. Howdy, howdy. Howdy, howdy. And Nova's here as well. Nova, welcome. Hey. How you guys doing? Good, Good to be back. Awesome. And Maverick's here. Maverick, what's up, buddy? Yes, the man, the myth, the legend. In his semi once again. Yes, yep. I am here. Yep, in, in, your, in your home on the road. Guys, we mm-hmm. have some stuff to discuss about the Fallout TV show. First, to bring everybody up to speed with at least the things that I've seen out there, we have a number of pictures that have been circulating and some just dropping even today as we all got together and did the little pre-show chat. We found, oh, there's another picture that dropped. So first of all, about a week or two ago, we had images of the Super Duper Mart on Staten Island, there's a location. It's like a empty old like strip mall store that they've been renovating. And we've been seeing them add more detail to this as time goes by. They've got the sign on top. They've got aging and the, the walls all look old. The doors all look old. And then they added these rundown looking vehicles out front and a lot of dirt or sand underneath the vehicles and this set has been evolving over the last few weeks we've also gotten a glimpse at the inside of a vault there's an image out there through like a constructed doorway like it's a set right but inside you can see the very clearly um rounded windows of like the inside of a vault and then we've also gotten some imagery of people in vault suits and some power armor and some more details on power armor just today. So there's, there's a lot of stuff that is out there that we can discuss about this. And on top of that, we know that the, there are two or three scenes on Staten Island, two or three sets on Staten Island, but the rest of the show is being filmed in New Mexico, which could or could not lead to desert locations, places that look more like the West coast. So, that opens up a whole lot of possibility as to who we're going to be talking about with potential villains. But I'm interested to hear what you guys think. Who would like to go start us off? Who thinks they have a good idea of who the initial villain will be? There have been a number of villains in the series. What do you guys think? Anybody want to kick us off here? Anybody have thoughts on like, hey, we're, are we going to go all the way back to Fallout 1? Are we going to get the master? Are we going to get the Lil? Lil? Lil's Lil? Lil had something to say, and then all of a okay. sudden... All right, now, when you say initial villain, are you talking like faction or like individual person? Um, the 
it could be either. It could be either. And Nova's got his hand up. Nova, you can uh, we'll hand up on the on the Zoom. You can go ahead and put that down because it moves all the people on <laughs> the screen around. So that does make it a little weird. Thanks. Uh, it, you can unmute and I'll let I'll know that you want to chime in. But uh, Lil, you can go after Lil. Lil. So yeah, it could be an individual. It could be a a group. Um, I, as a group, I honestly think they might just go with the Enclave because we don't know the time of when this is going to take place and if they're just going to generalize because just knowing how tv shows and movies are handled they're just going to generalize things a lot so i feel like the enclave being one of the biggest factions through like most of the games they're going to be the ones that we see uh coming up against us or coming up against yeah. like, whomever sure. honestly so uh and you know there's no other so i mean even if it's out west they were out there at one point so i could see them being the main antagonist of the series right well with the with the enclave we've got the oil rig we've got john henry eden yep uh are we gonna see a i mean who knows like they could roll this stuff out in 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 steps right like the enclave when you first play fallout 3 you learn about the enclave from the little ibots flying around with the propaganda and you're like oh they're this mysterious group and then all of a sudden you come across some of their soldiers and like the story starts to play out a little bit more and you get more and more of a sense of like who they are and what's going on behind the scenes with something like the enclave as a villain they could we could not know who's pulling the strings like who's in charge for a very long time because there, there's a lot of layers to that mm-hmm. do you think that maybe we'd get like a whole first season where it's like we don't even see the main villain until maybe the end of the season or not even at all i think it might be one of those not even at all things it's just they might just build up a lot of mystery and tension but like you get like i mean if as long as like you're a player uh, of the games and know like the lore you might be able to connect the dots relatively or roughly uh, but you know i feel like they're going to treat this like any other thing and just make it approachable to people that don't know fallout as well so they're gonna draw it out and try and make sure they could get the content they want but i could see us maybe getting a minor villain character of sorts definitely that is attached to like say it is the enclave just like you know just someone like below like uh, so that we have like a stepping point uh, right, to, right, uh, into right. like who the real uh, person is. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a good point. You could have like, a, well, this person seems to be in charge, but then they report to somebody bigger, you know, like a Darth Vader. And then all of a yeah. sudden you're like, oh, there's an emperor out there. Oh, OK. You know, um, that could that make sense. Uh, Jackson in chat says uh, President Dick Richardson. He was <laughs> he was uh, a key figure. Um, you could even have scenes where we don't know who the person is, but they're like lit from behind, like silhouette, mm. you know, and you're like, is this a person? Is it a robot? <laughs> like, we can't really tell, you know, that's an interesting idea. What do you guys think about the Enclave? Leo? I'm thinking we might see some Enclave, but I have a feeling that it's going to start right from the beginning, you know, typical TV show style showing the beginnings of the brotherhood, which would make sense with the power armor and everything. Cause I zoomed in on that photo with the magnifier on my computer mm-hmm. and it's that weird Chevron type symbol on there. It's not brotherhood. Symbol. Oh, interesting. And that little orange with the yeah, yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm wondering if they're going to start from the start, introduce the brotherhood, Etc. Introduce the enclave and then work their way up from there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because this this has potential to be multi seasonal. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, I talked about it on the show before. How it would be really cool to get the events of Mariposa. Uh, Jacks in chat also put that. Um, uh, and then expand out from there. You know, have the origins of the Brotherhood and then move on. But if we're going back to Fallout One, that means the Master. That means into more intelligent super mutants that means like a mutant threat it means some of the vaults out there potentially you've got you know vault 11 vault 13 uh, a lot of those things happen out that way nova i know you wanted to chime in did you have anything on this topic that you wanted to share or did you have a completely different idea well this was my topic that's kind of the idea oh, okay. i was going to cover was <laughs> was that like i, I was well, I, I was kind of thinking they would be the enclave would be the big overall baddie, like big bad villain. But then there'd be like, like, I don't know, like hired guns almost where like 
you know, it's like a mercenary group or maybe even like Voltec remnants or something like that, that you think are the bad guys, but they're all funded or organized by the Enclave. That's kind of what my idea was going to be was it was um, the overseer or, or probably overseer or like whoever is like, like someone within the vault that like, if I'm assuming this is going to start with a vault, just like every single ever the fallout game has. And so like, and so it's the, the big bad is at first is the vault overseer. Then you, you escape something like just like fall three. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. This is kind of like, that was my train of thought, but then you find out later that your overseer is reporting to the enclave. That's like the end of the season cliffhanger or something like that. Yeah. So like the, the idea of like, Oh, we're on the side of the vault dweller. And uh, we think that the person running the vault is a good person, but it turns out that they're, of course, it's revealed at some point that they've been doing experiments with everybody, and so they're not as good as you think, like that kind of thing. So we're going to have like a series of mini-bosses, <laughs> like the Overseer, and then there's some raiders out there, and then maybe some few supermoons, but really behind everything, pulling the strings, is somebody in the Enclave. Kind of, kind of something like that. I don't know. I put about five minutes of thought into this, because it's been a very, very busy day. <laughs> and, so, mm-hmm. and, and so this is kind of, a, that just my train of thought was that, you know, since the Enclave had access to the vaults and the vaults were specifically designed to be on like for the Enclave, then the Overseer knows about the Enclave. They're taking uh, they're taking orders from the Enclave to do all these things. And, th- and that's why your character escapes under the wastelands because they're well be hunted by the Overseer and her goons. And then the Enclaves <laughs> and then, you know, you start a revolution or something stupid like that. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I would have to wonder how the communication works, because oftentimes the vault people only the the people running the vaults didn't know they were necessarily reporting to the enclave the enclave was kind of a shadow force behind things it was part of the u.s government right but if we if this takes place say 100 years after the bombs drop then communication has kind of ceased and so many of the vaults that have stayed locked down don't have connection to the outside world unless they're doing it secretly right so that creates a lot of questions about like how does that play out is there communication between an overseer and somebody in the enclave is there is are they competing interests are they you know like there there could be a lot of that they both might not be good guys but they may or may not be on the same side or they may be temporarily on the same side right but they're just looking to one-up each other yeah but you have to remember though that every single vote was not supposed to open until they got the all clear signals. So that would imply they had some form of redundancy communication device. Well, that's yeah, yes, but many of the yeah. vaults never get that signal. It's like it's like yeah. the everything breaks down. So either yeah. communication can't happen, or nobody's in charge to send the communication anymore. I mean, there's yeah. everything just kind of falls apart, and that's kind of the the bulk of the premise. Um, guys, anyone else have any thoughts on the Enclave? Think about this at all, Maverick? What do you think? Enclave? So what I what I think. Hold on, sorry. Let me get away from my unit. He's he's, uh, he's on the job right now. So <laughs> reporting on in the field. Yeah. Uh, what I've enclave because does I have enclave love and everything. We we actually talked about this briefly in the in our, in my own podcast about how the enclave could be the big bad guy, and which actor could. We we all thought Kyle McLaughlin could could be the guy that pulls the strings. Like his character would, we all thought his character would be a great bad guy. Hmm. Like whatever. So uh, what I was thinking is, what we were thinking was, uh, he could be uh, good as I. I also think the master could come up. Also with the Mariposa, but I agree with every what pretty much everyone's saying. So when I far. when yeah. I when I pull up the images of Kyle McLaughlin, he's 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 an older gentleman. He's got graying hair. Um, he definitely would fit the role of somebody who's in a leadership position, right? An experienced yeah. older guy. Uh, do you think maybe he's playing Dick Richardson? Do you think maybe we're getting to see it to be honest getting that like that could be a thing right yeah i you know it's it's really interesting to speculate about this stuff because we really don't know we really don't know one of the other things we do know or at least that has been rumored there's there was some rumor on a post in a foreign 
website or, or a social media post. I forget where it was, but one of the actors posted in a foreign page somewhere and either directly said or hinted at the fact that Vault 34 would be involved. Vault 34, there's lots of vaults. Vault 34 was located in, um, in the Vegas area, and it was from New Vegas, in southwest of the Nellis Air Force Base. This is the one that had like extremely large amounts of weaponry, lots of guns and weapons and things. This was like the weapon vault where everybody was armed. And by the time we actually see it in New Vegas, it's overrun with ghouls. There's really not a whole lot of people who are there. We do find people out in the world who say things like, yeah, I came from the vaults back when we used to be able to live in it. And you even find um, an individual who has a key to open one of the one of the items in the in the vault, one of the things you can get like a special gun out of or something. If this is the case that this is a functioning vault, then it happens before the events of New Vegas or just before the new events of New Vegas. So we might get a little bit of that going on there, but that also means that the boomers might be involved because some of them came from the vault, right? So we've got some speculation around that as well. What do you guys think about the idea of some of these uh, factions and groups from New Vegas being more prominent in the show? Do you think it's likely? I mean, we know that Bethesda tends to shy away from New Vegas stuff. They are behind the show. Maverick, what do you think? So actually, we actually didn't hear about that, Um, but it's good to know. Uh, I I was thinking once you were saying that it could be a New Vegas prequel. Yeah, that they're finally that, but that because we all know Todd Howard's not going to let go of his baby, Fallout or Skyrim or anything without having some voice and say in it. We all know this for a fact. Yeah, but I, so, I, I mean, I, I can imagine if they're gonna if they're gonna do a show, they want it to be successful, right? So they want the topic and, and the focus of the show to be something that resonates with the fan base. I think people would go yeah, nuts to find out. Everyone like, loves New Vegas. Yeah, everyone would be like, "Oh man, if this takes place between the events of Fallout Two and New Vegas, Leo, Germinator, what do you think?" Um. Well, what if it recounts the Courier before we knew the Courier? in New Vegas. Think back on um, The Divide. Oh, what's the DLC called? Um, oh, there's Roads. Lonesome Roads, I mean, not Broken Lo- Roads. Lonesome That's Roads? One, Lonesome Road. That one? Yeah. Because think back. Ulysses recounted the whole story with the courier going back and forth, building a community, and then basically nuking the ever-living fuck out of the place. <laughs> right, right. So, do you think we're going to get the courier as a main character? And if that's the case, who's the villain? Possibly not as a main character. I'm thinking more of a offshoot. Like this takes place around the things that were happening with the courier, and the yeah. courier is just somebody who just gets brought up in the background, and we all go, "What? We know who that is." Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Man, this is this conversation is going in directions that I didn't I didn't expect uh, right off the bat. We have some some uh, things in chat. So tactician in chat says uh, Caesar's Legion. There's potentially the Legion going on. Uh, the first battle of Hoover Dam. You've got um, the cons. Some of these well-known raider groups. They could be villains. What do you guys think about that? You, you think we're going to see any Legion? Well, I I don't see us not seeing them honestly, only because of if if I, I like I'm still playing through New Vegas right now, but like they have a decent reach in the Midwest and like the West, don't they? Yeah, by so, the time of New Vegas, they've taken over very large swaths of land. Yeah, um, so like even if it's like before, like even if like um like we're before New Vegas, they're still going to be like something that you hear about. Um, especially if they're like making their way towards Vegas. I forgot how like yeah. I forgot how they traveled and yeah. like conquered, but like it's gonna be an issue, especially if you have a group like the Brotherhood of Steel, where they have good, like open communications. I feel like throughout like bases, 
So it's if we don't see them, we'll at least hear of them. And mm-hmm. like if not if like if we don't see it this season, maybe next season. That's the next threat. That's the Hoover Dam. Or we start or we end the first season with Hoover Dam and like or like the like just like it's I guess it's like there's so much that you could do. Uh, it, but like I'm not gonna rule out any of the factions honestly <laughs> they're they're all gonna be in it but i, I get no, where you're going like, with this like, the, the idea that like the legion is out there somewhere yeah. and there's rumor that they're they're getting closer they're like subsuming these raider groups into their cause they're fanatics they've been crucifying people on crosses they, they're acting like they're the roman you know empire what the heck is going on where are they coming from yeah. And there's this like they keep getting closer. There's rumors of things. We might even see a burnt down village, but we like we we don't really encounter them until season two or something like that. Yeah, I could totally I could totally imagine that being like this looming threat. Yeah, I mean, it's just like I like I hate to use it as an example, but like The Walking Dead, every season seems to have like a new threat, a new villain, a new a new like faction that they have to come up against. So yeah. it's just like there is enough content to like pull from that you could like honestly do that for like a good chunk of time and give the story longevity and keep you know like new people and us like people who play the game engaged and like wanting more and coming back for it so and being that it's amazon doing it and not like netflix i feel like they might and you know like also having bethesda just behind it they might just do this justice i'm hoping they do this justice yeah so. I, I hope so too i hope so too so we've got some really interesting uh p- potential a lot of possibilities here tell you what why don't we take a, a quick break i'm going to thank you guys my patrons and everyone else who helps support the show and we've got some reviews to read out and then we're going to come back and i'm going to lay this out and we're going to kind of take some votes and kind of think see what our consensus is about this all right don't go anywhere I am so excited about our sponsor this week, Marvel Strike Force. I freaking love Marvel Comics. Growing up, I collected comics and the trading cards, and I've seen pretty much every Marvel movie they've made so far. So if you're into Marvel like I am, go check out Marvel Strike Force. This is a mobile squad RPG. You can collect and unlock all the different heroes. You fight against supervillains. There's a campaign. There's a blitz mode. There's an arena. There's a constantly evolving meta. And right now they're celebrating the Deadpool anniversary event. This is a mission from Strike where you log in the first time and you unlock this generous gift containing character shards, an anniversary diamond orb, gear, a bunch of other items. It is absolutely the right time to jump in and try this game out. Click the link in the show notes to download it now and then use the promo code MAXPOOL, M-A-X-P-O-O-L, MAXPOOL. Don't miss out on all the free stuff and thanks again to Marvel Strike Force for sponsoring this episode. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hello there, old chap. Good to see another of General Atomic's finest still eager to serve. All right, here we are in the middle of the show. We've got some new patrons, or at least one new patron this last week. Gregory simply goes by Gregory. Welcome to the Patreon. Thank you for joining us and for supporting the show. I very, very much appreciate that. That means that, uh, that we're up to 53, 53 current patrons. One Sentry Bot, one Tier 5 patron right now. I'm the Creeper. Thank you for your support. We've got lots of Assaultrons, lots of other patrons of different tiers. Guys, I couldn't do this without you. Thank you so much for your support and for keeping the show going. You guys are amazing. If you're interested in checking out the Patreon, if you want to get ad-free episodes, if you want to join us on one of these chats in the future, come join us. You just have to sign up at the tier that gives you what you want. All of that at patreon.com slash falloutlorecast. All right, let's uh, read some reviews here. We've got two, and this one's fairly long. I'll try and get through this pretty quickly. This one comes from, I'm going to mess this name up. Get ready. P- 
Pamemon JDJDDJ from Canada. That's a Canadian name. You never would have guessed. This one says, my favorite binge podcast, Vallout 55.5, an odd-numbered vault between 55 and 56, described in the Fallout Bible as a vault in which all entertainment was removed from the vault except for the works of pre-war content creator and famed philosopher robots. I now have my own vault, according to this review. Descendants of the original inhabitants can be found today in the wasteland, lost forever on a tangent. In all seriousness, this has been an amazing podcast to listen to. I found it a while ago as something to listen to at work, looking to scratch my fallout itch and have now finished it. I listen to this podcast during work, during the drive to and from work while I play fallout shelter on my phone at work. Aren't you supposed to be working at work? Um, all the way until when I get home to boot up Fallout 3, 4, 76. Then I keep listening. I can't get enough currently listening to the Vault minisodes from earlier on while I write this review. Binging the show has left me who has let me see how you have changed and how the podcast has evolved for you. As much as I love a show, I watch it for the characters. Outside of the well-researched episodes and intriguing dialogue, I have listened all this time and enjoyed listening to robots through the professional quality talk sessions as well as the first interview in the car with his daughter where the background noise shook my car speakers. Amazing podcast and thank you for being so involved with listeners. That is awesome. I'm not going to try to pronounce your name again. Thank you so much for that wonderful review. We also have one that comes in from the US from Kes Me If You Can K-E-S Me If You Can Robot is the goat. I work for a pro basket or I'm sorry baseball team in Ohio Hmm wonder which one and listen to robots play new vegas while i mow the infield sometimes the ballpark feels like diamond city thanks to the lore cast get your swatters here awesome that is that is awesome thank you so much for everybody and your support and for just sharing this show with your friends i really appreciate it all right let's move on with the rest of the show if you have any questions about nuka world i'd be delighted to answer them all right guys we're back We've got some things to consider here. Does anybody, first of all, does anybody have a villain that we haven't brought up yet that they think would be a big potential for the TV show? Anybody that we're missing that you're just like, oh, what if they did this? Maverick? Roger Maxson. In some sick, twisted way, Roger Maxson. So like like the brotherhood has gone too far kind of thing? Mm-hmm. I can see that. I could see that. Yeah. Especially if it's from the perspective of like a vault dweller or you bring in the NCR, like the, things aren't always easy between the different factions. Right. Right. So maybe, maybe like a, a limited villain kind of thing before some other bigger bad I, shows up. I feel like it would be, uh, in the, in, cause I, I've been, because San Diego Comic-Con just finishing, I've been on a Marvel tangent last, so I'm going to do a Marvel metaphor here. Sure. So just hang with me for a little bit. Yeah, go for it. So so in the beginning of the series, we all, in the first Avengers movie, we all know Loki was the big bad guy. Mm-hmm. But he actually wasn't the big bad guy. It was Thanos. Right. So we're th- what I'm thinking is probably Roger Maxson, maybe or some enclave operatives or maybe uh, the master being that Loki type of character in Avengers one. And then something big like uh, president, like uh, the enclave president being Thanos. Okay. I get where you're going. Like this idea of like a, a minor villain who ends up really not being so bad later on has some sort of redemption arc. And then there's some sort of bigger bad either behind the scenes or comes up and then that character needs to fight against that bigger bad and band together with everyone else. Exactly. Yeah, I I get that. That that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, All right. So here's here's what I'm going to pitch you guys. All right. So we have we have a cast of potential villains here, especially if we're thinking Fallout 1 and 2, West Coast, New Vegas. We've got the master. We've got super mutants. We have raider groups, the cons, any of the other raider groups. Something going on that with that we've talked about. We haven't really talked about the NCR, but I don't think we we see any of us really see them as a villain so much as just an organization that whoever in the show might or might not be working with. Then you have the Legion. Then you have 
other potential minor villains that have shown up in the series. But I think those are the big ones that we've talked about, right? And then the Enclave and anybody who's working with the Enclave. If you were to design the show over, say, let's say it's going to last five to seven seasons, what order would you put them in? Like first season, this is the main villain. And then second season, this these guys become a problem. Third season, these guys become more of a problem. Like if you were to roll them out like one at a time rather than all at once, because that's that's a lot. Right. That's that's a lot to deal with. Now, that doesn't mean you're not going to see Raiders or Super Mutants if they're not on the list for being like the main villain. But my my formula would be like, yeah, there's Raiders and Super Mutants and robots and maybe even the Enclaves around. All these people are around, but the main story villain might be the master. And so you have a mutant problem. That's the main issue for the first season, right? Or the main story villain is somebody from the Enclave. So the Enclave's the first season. If you, if you were to lay this out, how would you do it? Does anybody have a, a thought here? Lil Green, I see, I see you thinking away there. It's, it's like one minute. <laughs> okay. So for five seasons. Yeah. Let's say you got five seasons. So you got, you got mutants, Raiders, Legion, Enclave, and then something else, whatever else you want to throw in there. I was going to say definitely start out with the mutants because that gets you just introduced and it's like an easy thing. So second, I would honestly say the Legion. Okay. Um, well, but like, and the thing also, the, but yeah, no, the, do the Legion, then Boomers. Oh, okay. All right. And then I want to say the Great Cons as well. And they would come after the Legion. Yeah. Okay. I, I'd like, and, and then finish off with the Enclave. But like, the Enclave is not just like one season, they're there the entire right the show i get where you're but going like, they're not like but like so like you they just pop up and they're they're instigating everything yeah yeah but in the end they're the they're the finale yes. right so interesting okay yeah i like this i like this so all right all germinator right. germinator what's your thought on that would you rearrange it i wouldn't rearrange it i would just put something right at the front right at the start uh-huh. going back to what i was saying at the start with the whole show everything from the beginning i want to see a battle of anchorage oh you so the chinese yep chinese yeah. versus power armored americans just yeah. think about that okay yeah, it's, yeah i mean uh, and jack's in chat says he would time jump or timeline jump so we very well could have that right we could have these flashbacks in the first season to like this is what was going on yeah. before the world ended yeah, or maybe not even just in the first season, have flashbacks throughout the entire series, if you think about it. Because mm-hmm. all the Fallout games are all in different timelines. Right, right. So if you jump from, say, Fallout 3 to Fallout 4, which is what? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> phone's ringing. Fallout 3 to Fallout yeah. 4 um, is, is only about, like, what, 12 years, something like that? Um, it's a very yeah. short, like, 1 to 2 is, like, a generation jump. 2 to 3 is, like, 100 years. 3 to 4 is, like, like a, a decade. It's It changes. Every Everyone changes. 3 to New Vegas is, like, within, like, the next year or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but they do, they so, do jump around. You're right. So you can just have flashbacks between each one of the series right right all right had to break that little age gap they could show the build of the legion which happens between fallout 2 and 4 if I correctly yes so fallout 2 in new vegas uh the legion becomes yeah. an issue yeah absolutely um yeah yeah that's an interesting point nova what do you think do you think that this format works would you rearrange it so I do kind of the format, but I, I I'm always like I would like I always like the idea of the strong central villain isn't that's in the background pulling the strings and, and so I would always and so I would say it's either going to be the probably would be the enclave that would do that possibly the master but like 
I would like it like a dividing conquer kind of strategy, like kind of mentality that's going on within within the show where like you're like they're presenting multiple different enemies at the same time, but it's not like some of them are, are more pressing than others. And so they said, okay, we're going to go focus on the Raiders now instead of worrying about the mutant problem. We'll mm-hmm. let the mutants in the Legion fight. Will the mutants in the Legion fight it out for a little bit? And then we'll go and shore up our defenses over there. For right now, we're going to go over here to Red Rock Canyon and just annihilate the cons or something like that. Right. So, but there's, but, but there's always like this rolling stone in the back where you can see like the enclaves progressing, where like it, like in the back where you just randomly see vertebrates, like more and more vertebrates coming in, or you see like on, on mountaintops, there's like a ram satellite or like a ram satellite dish appeared. It was like, that wasn't there before. Where'd that come from? Where's like observation post or something like that. Right. Ibots like, start oh, showing up and you're like, what are these? Yeah. Is this? yeah, yeah. And it just comes, yeah. you know, it's more ominous where you like, like there to people who know fallout that become more like it would be stick out like a sore thumb but people who don't know fall they were like well why did all these just random robots just appearing why like that satellite what there's in there before where's the like why is that guy acting so suspicious and why is he pasty white in a desert <laughs> right right so <laughs> like, if you were to if you were to lay it out though like let's say all of these things are out there stuff is building on the background but if like for a finale, something has to come to the come to a head where the protagonist or the group that's the show's about or whatever has to like take on a specific villain or group. What order would you put that in? You'd leave like the enclave till the end. They'd be kind of the big so, things uh, in like, the background. The, or- the order I would put this in is for the like most pressing would probably be just the raiders up front and possibly even mutants as well. Where like it's you know you get a like you get two whammies at, at their beginning. Where sorry, my dogs are barking. Like you kind of get just two opponents at the very beginning. Like I said, it's, it's the divine conquer mentality where mm-hmm. the people of like the vault or if the if the main character does escape and goes to a settlement, then the people of the settlement have to decide. Okay, the raiders are the more pressing issue right now. Right. Right. So so, gonna, so which do they do take first? If, if you put them. They have to let's say they just pick on they have to deal with one first they deal with raiders first yeah i would say that i would say the raiders first specifically because the raiders tend to be more ambitious and they're and they would be specifically attacking supply convoys while the while the ghoul or the mutants themselves would be smarter because we're assuming they'd be smarter probably if if it's on the west coast under the map like under the master and so they probably wouldn't they would probably be attacking smaller settlements first well it depends on the timeline right like if it's if this is closer to fallout one then yes if it's closer to new vegas then no so uh, that's interesting i also think that your point uh makes a lot of sense because from a, a listener or watcher standpoint you're seeing the raiders which are an easy to understand villain oh they're just humans who do lots of bad stuff yeah, exactly. And, and then you can, and then you have the the mutants. Like, if you have the mutants for a lot longer within it, like even two, just two seasons of the mutants just being a th- like presented as a threat, then you can explore those a lot more because, right. like you said, raiders. You just like oh, okay, they're just people who are like just who are bad people. Supplies, yeah, right? Bad people who are desperate for supplies. I, I I can understand what they are. I've seen Mad Max. This, I know what this is. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, but then you see <laughs> <Right>. this, uh, <laughs> this giant six hundred pound pure muscle, like lime green human, walk on the desert. Like what the. F- Yes, right, right, right. And then so we have more time to get to understand who that threat is and and learn more of them as a viewer. Whereas there's not a whole lot to learn about Raiders. They're they're Raiders. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. exactly. But but I I think that the Enclave as a faction itself would be revealed at the very end of the first season. And I would assume that they would and like I would like to see them kind of try and present themselves as, oh, we're here to help. Like, uh, Mm -hmm. like, oh, yeah, they're the saviors of the wasteland. Yeah, the savers of the late, late yeah. just don't be alarmed. Follow what we do, but then you know, as the next season progresses, they become more on um, um, ominous, more nefarious, mm-hmm. and like you, like you can see that they're just trying to get control of all the power, like like you just harness all the power for themselves and get rid of all the undesirables as they see it of the wastelanders. But and so like people start disappearing or from from around the village who they deem useful for like whatever work or maybe the entire next village over is completely kidnapped and sent off to Mariposa or something like that. And, and, and so like the Enclave itself is built up a lot more than the second season. Like right, in the first right. season it's kind of just reveals like a how like a vertebrate lands in the outskirts of town yeah. and guys in power armor step out. And so does a Colonel. This is hello. I'm Colonel. I, I don't know. <laughs> I guess it's awesome. Autumn senior or something like that. Sure. Yeah. And I, I, I'm, I'm part of the Enclave. I'm here to help. And then, then over the next season, right. it's for America. 
Yeah. 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 It's exactly. It, but right. but then the, like people who actually understand follow would understand would see. Oh, they're the bad guys. But people who don't is like, oh, they're the good guys. That's the remnants of the government. Cool. Coming to save everybody. Yeah. yeah. So okay. Yeah. So so if to go back to the initial question, there's five seasons. We've got Raiders, Super Mutants. The Enclave's stewing around in there. Do they come to a head in the fifth season? Yeah, probably the fourth or fifth season they comes to a head. Okay, well, what about and the in-between ones? What about three and four? And, and so three and four would probably be the, like, uh, three would probably be the Legion because the, the mutant one would come to a conclusion in the second season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Legion would come would be the entire third season where it's a little bit more complex than a Raider is, but they, they're yeah. still humans, and, and people will be able to connect with them and say, oh, okay, I understand they're... They're, they're LARPers in the post-apocalyptic world. Awesome. <laughs> right. It's absolutely <laughs> terrifying, horrifying LARPers. Yeah. It, it <laughs> that the, crucify the, people. Yeah. Awesome. Exactly. And awesome. In, in the fourth season would probably be, um, like I, I would, I would see it as like mopping up the rest of the Legion resistance, possibly dealing with, um, a two season buildup for the enclave. Yeah, yeah, well, look, look, that. that, that's, that's from Guinea. It's like mob the rest of the Legion, where like you know, there's a couple of stragglers here and there. Like the main force was defeated, but the, they still are the main attacking forces defeated, but they still have outposts or still an entire army mm-hmm. out in, out in uh, Arizona or wherever it is, or wherever it is. Like the next state over, mm-hmm. we need to prepare for that. But then as to prepare for that, though, then like they, they start to realize that the enclave become more and more nefarious and then the people of it, like the people around the main character around the protagonist and the protagonists themselves become a lot more suspicious of the enclave and then i would say the fifth season would be entirely focused on the enclave and then the, the like, like the legion still in the back back of everyone's mind the remembrance of the right. legion still in back of right. everyone's mind though, but the enclave becomes the big bad right and they're technologically advanced and they have an ideology thing and part of the people yeah. that you know from the town that you live in think that they're the good guys yeah and then that becomes way more complex i, I totally I, I could totally see all of that um yeah. maverick and i would just oh go ahead no I was going to say, I was, I was going to say uh, at the very beginning of the, of the fifth season, we're just that for America poses and introduced, you know, like, oh, so that's where everyone went. Oh, that's not good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maverick, what do you think? Do you think that this format works? Does it match what you were thinking? So in a way, yes. Would you make any changes? Uh, would you rearrange anything? Would you do like... I re- no? If we're going West Coast, I would think we, we can't cannot not include house okay so there's there's a question like is does house show up as a potential villain another one of those question mark people that some people think he's good and some people don't so you got you got that right there's potential there um the other the other ones that i would throw out while we're kind of getting close to the end of the episode are synths and the institute no, nah, I wouldn't include the institute. At least not here. So, uh, it may or may not be on the West Coast. We don't know for sure, a hundred percent. We just—it seems like it might be. But if it isn't, the institute would be a potential enemy. Or if it's after yeah. all the events of Fallout Four, you could have synths showing up in other places. Yeah, that could be a thing. You are, you are right. It could. It could be like that, right? Or we we see synths, and it could be. I don't know that it's as likely. The enclave goes in. I don't believe it would be likely either, since yeah. they're all on the west coast. Right, right. But we don't know that either. Right. The other, I, what I would do for probably season one, because everyone's just starting out, I'd probably just do like the Raiders or like the Master or something. Mm-hmm. Then for season two, everyone's in in their groove watching it or whatever. I would probably go with um. What would it be? Pro- probably the Legion. Okay. Then season three, I would probably probably do the NCR. Like somebody we, nefarious gets control of the NCR and they turn from yeah. being like a peacekeeping group to something more more. So it's really like the person behind the scenes who's the villain, not necessarily NCR as a whole. Yeah, yeah, no, no, because we know that in the beginning. The Brotherhood of Steel and the NCR fought a lot. Right, right. They didn't get along. So that, yeah, they didn't get along at all. That that that's what I mean by that. I mean, like, I gotcha. Like the gotcha. main the main character may side with either one. Like they do. Like maybe they do in the game. Uh, then then I. 
That was at season four, right? Yeah, so that's that's up to season three. So season four. Season four, I would probably do. I would probably do the start. I would probably do like an officer of the enclave. I wouldn't do the big bad enclave. I'd probably do like a, you know, like in the Mandalorian, how they did, how they just did the. In the first season, they it didn't have they didn't do Moff Gideon. Right, they built up they to it. Did, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. built up to Mo- Moff Gideon. That's what I believe that they that they could probably do. Mm-hmm. So like a, a two season build up for the Enclave. Yeah, and then the mm-hmm. fifth season probably President Eden Got or it. whoever's the president at that time. I, I'm not good on my lore, even though I say I'm myself. <laughs> well, whoever happens to be the leader in whatever time frame, we don't yeah. know the time frame, right? It could be any time frame. Um, okay, that that makes sense. Now here here's and, one other. Oh, did you have something else, Maverick? Yeah, and, and then the final battle would be sinking of the uh, of the enclave. The oil rig. Oil rig. Okay, yeah. so we'd be going to back to the events of like one and two. So this would be like earlier in this in the storyline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So here's here's kind of a final question for everybody. We've talked about all the other Fallout games except for seventy six, and we have villains in seventy six. And it doesn't seem like this is set in Appalachia, but that doesn't mean that we're not going to have things from Appalachia affecting the world and working their way into the story somehow, right? Do you think there's any potential that we're going to get some sort of plague, like the Scorched Plague, or a character like Modus? Um, Jack's posted some of these questions in chat. Um, Or what do you think about cryptids showing up? Do you think we'll get an episode with like a cryptid? Everybody's like, hmm, probably not. Getting a lot of these. I, I, Germinator's shaking his head. Germinator says no. No. Lil Green? I'm not against the cryptids. Just because, because I wanted, I was, if we had the time, I was going to ask, um, do you think they would go with a wacky wild wasteland? Yeah, I mean, sense? that's a good question, right? Like, because. Yes, Aliens? there is a lot of serious undertones to Fallout, but it's also a funny game. It really is. When I, you, I when think you there will be moments of humor. I think I think yeah. there will. Um, so, like, like one of those things of like, um, maybe it's not a cryptid, but will we see a mysterious stranger? Right, right. Yeah, is there just one like, scene where there's a shootout, and all of a sudden, around the corner of the screen, we see a guy with like a coat and a hat. Yeah, just, like just, take you a guy hear, out. You hear the the music hit, and then like someone just yeah. pops off a six shooter in a raincoat and disappears, and it's just like the main character is like, "Where'd that guy come from? He saved my yeah. life." So, <laughs> I'm not saying no to cryptids, but like for the area, there really isn't any that come to to mind. I mean, they weren't there might part be. of the games. Though. Those are yeah. other games. So, but I'm not voting it out because you have the wacky wild wasteland. So the scorched, I feel like is more of a centralized issue for Appalachia. Mm -hmm. So I don't see it being a a thing like out West, but like there, I'm not going to say, yeah, no, I don't want to see it. I want to like, I do want to see something new. I want to see something different that I don't get from the game that brings me to this show. Or something really cool from the game. That you go, that too, I yeah. didn't expect that to be in the show. I mean, that could kind yeah. of scratch the same kind of itch. Like a behemoth. Like, what <laughs> if would be not, yeah. What if they're like, oh, we got to protect the dam, and then all of a sudden, out from underneath the water marches a gigantic super mutant. A Myrler Queen? <laughs> or a Myrler Queen, yeah. I mean, like, the games have so many cool, weird things. You know, like a mm-hmm. scene with a centaur, and you're just like, "Oh my god!" What oh is my that? god! If they had centaurs in the in the show, that would be amazing. Casadors, because like they look great in the games, <laughs> but just like get some good CGI behind that. Right. <sighs> right. I mean that that could play up into the master and like getting like first we run into super mutants, but then as they like try to root him out, they run across all these other weird mutations and things and it just gets more disturbing and more disturbing until the season ends yeah can be a thing what the rest of you guys think anyone else want to chime in on this germinator yeah i don't really see too much from 76 appearing yeah but i did want to point out that we do have a very limited cast list for the tv show already 
That's true. That's true. We, I mean, that, there's only we so many. Talked on that yet. Yeah. Well, I mean, we know we know a few of the cast members. Do you think that any of those cast member reveals are going to affect the potential for a villain? I mean, we did talk about Kyle McLaughlin being, say, a potential leader of some sort of group like the Enclave. I could I could see him being Elder Maxon. You think he's Maxon? Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he's he's an older guy. Like he's got a very kind of you know serious kind of regal face. You know, like. I get where you're going. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Nova, what do you think? What do you think about some of this wackier, crazier stuff or more of a stretch towards 76? Uh, Pasta the skinwalker for talking about cryptids. <laughs> Just that randomly. Uh-huh. Like, is it the skinwalker? Is that I'm thinking? Is that the cryptid? I mean, that is a cryptid, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the right name. I don't know, Like, if we're talking about cryptids, that could be one that appears because it's geographically within the South American Southwest. And so if we're, if they do want to include crypto, I'd just say that'd be the most popular one that's in that area. Other than that, I like, if, if there's going to be something out, like if there's going to be just some random influential thing that's randomly just gets put in, I would say the blue flu possibly, because we've seen very little of that mm-hmm. in fallout games. Okay. Um, that's about all I can think of really. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Anybody else have any other thoughts on any of this? I think we've covered it pretty well. I think the consensus is that if it's in the West, if it's a West Coast thing, we definitely want some Enclave, some Super Mutants, some Raiders, maybe some of the other little kind of things that feature in some of the games. Any other last minute thoughts on this? I had a last minute thought. Maverick? So, uh, Everyone's wanting. Ever, there have been rumors. I don't know if they're confirmed or not. Another cast member, uh, Walter Goggins, is supposed to be a ghoul. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think he probably plays more of like one of the like supporting characters. Probably not a villain. Yeah. That would be yeah, my no, guess. I I agree. I'm just saying that we don't know much about any of the other characters or like the actors got what they're being playing, but we all know Walter Goggins is going to play a ghoul yep. because it, it, and, and also with villains also with, within, I would also would like to think that, um, Oh, what's the group name? Uh, I, I would like to, or not so much villains, but I'd also like to see like what happened in Mariposa with the with the forming of the Brotherhood mm-hmm. uh, with uh, flashbacks to that, like the events yeah, of yeah, like, Max and standing like up some, against this, the scientists and the, the terrible things they were doing, trying to create yeah, super soldiers, all, all of that. Yeah, I'd also like uh, I agree with who I forget who said it earlier in the show about wanting to see uh, the battle of. Anchorage, I would love to see that, but we lost you. We lost you. You're disappearing. Though Amazon has has gone close to that line before with another show called The Man in the High Castle, which Ah, for people that don't know, it's 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 an alternate reality show where we lost World War Two. Yeah, yeah. My wife watched it. I only saw little bits of it. It's great show. Yeah, but any, but anyway, I could see that them going that next step, also. Okay, but I, I would really would like to see the master master in season one. Yeah, it'd be really messed up. Everyone's looking. going. It'd be really messed up looking. They'd have to CGI that, unless they don't, and then it's like practical effects for the master. That'd be really weird. Might mm-hmm. be might be crazy. Well, it'd guys, Pete, it'd be like Pizza the Hut from uh, yeah. Spaceballs. <laughs> yeah, right, right, Germinator. I just thought of the perfect bloke to cast as a super mutant. Yeah, who? Who? Shaq. Say that again? Shaq? Did you say Shaq? Shaq. Shaq. I mean, he's a big guy, right? <laughs> I mean, he's a big He's a big guy. Yeah. He's going to dunk all over all the wasteland. <laughs> with a big club, a bonk. Yeah, I mean, he's a he's a big dude. Like that's true. That's true. There's a lot of big guys out there. You can get some of like if you've watched any of the like strongest man competitions, like those guys 
all of those guys could be super mean. They're just like huge, made out of muscle. Well, guys, this has been a lot of fun. Thank you for joining me and, and speculating about the TV show and the, the villains. Why don't we take a second and we'll just go back through everybody. If there's something that you're working on, you want to share, feel free to share it. Otherwise, let people know how to reach out to you. Germinator, we're just going to start with you. Thanks for being here again. Not a problem at all. Um, at the moment, I've got my next three weeks off. Finally. Nice. Congratulations. So, uh, I'm going to finish turning my truck into a full on camp up with a new box that I bought for the back of it and uh, basically turned it into a mobile gaming paradise for myself. Very cool. Very cool. Well, have fun with that. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us. A little green. Hello. I <laughs> have not much going on. I'm just busy neck deep in a wedding season. Also, I am starting two new jobs. So Wow. Yes. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I'm, I'm just very, very busy as always. But no, I mean, if anybody needs to reach out to me, you can hit me up on the Discord or reach out to me on uh, Instagram at littlegreen underscore photography. Awesome. Well, thanks for making time for joining us again. Oh, yes. Nova, I know you got stuff going on, right? Yeah, just a little bit. Um, we're currently working on a script about. We're currently working on a, a script for a video about why the wasteland is still so highly radioactive after 200 years. Um, it's, it's a lot of research. I have like five different essays currently open up that I'm reading through. Mm-hmm. Not fun. Cool. cool. Uh, besides, besides that, just a lot of work going on. A uh, couple new service dogs. People ask me to train our therapy dogs. People ask me to train. So that's exciting. Uh, I'm on the Discord. If you guys want to talk to me i usually get back within a couple of minutes um or if i look like my twitter which is dead for like the last two months something like that it's uh supernova gaming so all right yeah well cool man thanks for joining us again it is no problem at all maverick i know you've got stuff too oh yes i got stuff oh <laughs> uh, i have, i have along with four other people have a show called the fallout roundtable we are on twitter at at follow RTB. We just, we released a bonus episode, bonus content. Uh, wow. Jaxus inter- interviewed uh, the owner of the Pioneer Saloon in Good Springs, Nevada, which if all of us Fallout lovers know that. Uh-oh. We lost you. We lost you. You're gone. They got him. And there was a big oh. fallout event that was put up there. There you are. So yeah. And Jackson's got to interview him and, and talk to some people on there. That's what you're saying. Yeah. 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 Sorry. I'm moving now. So it's, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. I know. I know your connection's always a little bit tricky. Um, well, cool. Yeah. Go check out the fallout round table. It's available out there on all the p- different podcatchers. They talk about topics like this, like every episode, right? Yeah, pretty much. We have, we have multiple guests lined up in the next couple weeks. So stay tuned. Awesome. Awesome. Well, guys, thank you again for joining me. Thanks for being here. I really appreciate your support and always have fun chatting with you about these topics every month. And if you are interested in any of the other shows on the Robots Radio Network, that's robotsradio.net. All of my other shows are there as well. The Lord of the Rings Lorecast is absolutely taking off. Lots of people are finding it because of the uh, the new Amazon series coming out soon. And um, if you're into Elder Scrolls, there's the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. There's a variety of different shows, my shows and the other shows from the other creators on the network. So go check that out if you're looking for more shows to listen to. I will not be back next week because I have a very special guest host coming in to do a very special episode because I will be on a cruise ship. I'll be on a boat. I'll be on a big boat, real big, real big boat, taking a cruise before the end of the end of the summer with my family in order to get at least a little bit of vacation time in. And so I'll be gone next week. But I hope you guys enjoy the episode that shows up. And uh, who knows? Maybe we'll do more of those in the future or have that that person back to join us again. It'll be fun. I'll leave it as a surprise for now. But stay tuned for that. I'm sure you guys will love it. And until next time, stay safe out there. I'll see you guys later. Bye, everybody. plug into everything else we're doing check out robotsradio.net reach out to me on twitter at robots underscore radio check out the robots radio rocket club where you can join me and a bunch of our other creators creating your podcast starting a new podcast or helping your current podcast grow 
There's more information about that on robotsradio.net as well. And you can always talk with us and the entire community, over 2,000 people on the Robots Radio Discord. Come join us. We'd love to chat with you. See you guys next time. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.